to the vibes. Welcome to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K23. Myself, Momoti, alongside the one and only, the legendary Mr. BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing? Well, Bo, it's it's you know it's one of those days. It's one of those days. Both series are three zero, believe it or not. And what a nightmare of a game! Oh, it's beautiful for it's, the it's, Boston. It's Celtics. fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Both these teams, the Celtics and the Lakers, down by three, meaning we can get two sweeps. Meaning we get a full eight nights in a row of actual sleep before the NBA Finals get underway. So, here we are, the Boston Celtics. <laughs> At this point, I just laugh, you know. I just laugh because that's all I can do. Um, everything I've been saying all year, once again, comes true. Relying on three-point shooting is not going to win you a championship. And here we are. The most unserious team in basketball is once again unserious. What does this even say about this in one of the most embarrassing playoff games I've ever seen? The Cel- the Stars didn't even play in the fourth quarter for the Celtics. Um, an absolute destruction of their team by the Miami Heat, who were absolutely lights out. They shot 54% from behind the arc. Duncan Robinson hit five threes. Gabe Vincent hit six threes. Caleb Martin hit four threes. Man, listen. These guys that the Miami Heat managed to just find is is simply unbelievable because on paper, the Celtics have probably the best roster in the playoffs. But in reality, the Miami Heat play harder, stay more disciplined, stay more focused than the Celtics could ever dream of. You know, oh yeah, when they got off to that hot start to the season, I told you it's just the hot three-point shooting. They were shooting like over 40% and they won like 20 games or whatever it was. And I said, listen, they'll come back down to earth. They'll come back down to earth. And when we look at the realities of the situation, this team who were two minutes away from winning the NBA Finals last year, Al Horford, who shot, what, 40% from three last year in the playoffs, is now shooting like 29% from three this year in the playoffs. Um, Marcus Smart and Rob Williams defensively don't have the same impact that they do, that they did last year through injuries, wear and tear and whatnot. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, who was the sixth man of the year, uh, contributed zero points, zero from six from the field. Mark, uh, Derek White, who was second team All NBA defense, has forgotten how to play defense in this series. Joe Mazzula thoroughly outcoached uh, once again, as expected. What more is there to say about this team? That was a horrendous performance. It was an embarrassing performance, and it looks like the Miami Heat's are cruising through to the NBA Finals. BJ, what was your takeaway from this one? Well, again, well, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to harp on the Celtics. Listen, let's just get rid of that one. It was a horrendous performance. You know, they look like they were ready to play, but sometimes, Mo, the other team just has your number, and right now, the Miami Heat—they know something about the Boston Celtics, and what is it that they know? They understand their defensive principles. They are playing beautifully together. I mean, that ball is moving, ball movement, player movement. Bam and Jimmy Butler both not only just scoring the basketball, they're getting to their matchups that they want. 
and they're passing the ball beautifully. They, they're, they're, I mean, the game is just really slow for them. Sometime, Mo, you know, there used to be a time, Mo, when a, when a guy or a team would get hopped and you would disrupt them, right? You would, you know, you, you, you commit a hard foul. You would do something to kind of get them off their, their rhythm. I'm not sure if the Celtics really understand that. Like, this team right now is just playing lights out. Mm-hmm. And they've done it now for like, now they're putting together games. Okay. You know, all right. You know, you'll see a team put together a quarter or two, but they're just playing beautiful basketball. They're shooting it, they're passing it, and they're really playing unselfish basketball. I mean, when you talk about Miami Heat basketball, it's just they're giving a clinic. And Eric Spolster right now, Coach Spolster, I just call him Master Spolster. This is a clinic. I mean, this is a coaching clinic on how to prepare your team, how to get your team to play unselfish on both ends of the court. And it really helps when you make shots. And, you know, we, we could sit here and try to figure it out. The, 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 it's, you know, here it is. The Miami Heat are outplaying the Boston Celtics in every phase. Mm-hmm. Rebounding, defense, offensive rebounds, passing, cutting, steals, they're winning every statistical category and they're getting all the loose balls. They're doing everything. I mean, they're just, they have it working on all cylinders and uh, what another tremendous effort they're at home and uh, they're up 3-0 and deservingly so. I mean, you covered it all. The Celtics have been outplayed, but this is a team that had aspirations of winning it all this season and to go out in this fashion is highly embarrassing. You know, you've got everything you need. You've got two, you've got a, a MVP candidate. You've got an all NBA player. You know, you listed off all of the, all of the things that the Celtics have, but they don't have the toughness. They don't have the grit. They don't have the determination. Now, I don't know whether that's purely at the fault of the players. I don't know whether that's to do with the coaching staff because it's the same team that was there last year with the addition of the sixth man of the year. But somehow last year, when they were in these situations, they could dig deep and they could find a way to win. BJ, if you mess around long enough, you're going to find out. And you, we said it at the start before the series even began. They played around with the Hawks, got away with the win. Played around with the Sixers, got away with the win. But at some point, you know, it's just not going to work out. And you said, you know, briefly there, the Miami Heat have them figured out. And this is exactly what they've got them figured out. And I said it on the show two days ago when the Celtics lost game two. Eric Spolster said it in a timeout. If they don't make their threes, they don't win. And that's the philosophy the Celtics have had all season long. They're offering pretty much non-existent defense. The entire team is not defending at all. It's it's ridiculous. It is actually is just ridiculous. So... Joe Missoula is out of his depth, and that's not his fault. He was given this role, not naturally. It was circumstances that led to him taking this job and being promoted as the Celtics coaching staff lost three core members over the course of this season. So it's not all his fault, but at some point, you know, maybe teaching your team how to attack a zone defense that you learn in high school might be a good idea. Maybe calling timeouts when the other team goes on a run might be a good idea. Maybe not waiting until 
the second half of game three to throw a double team at Jimmy Butler might be a good idea. Maybe telling your team to not help from one pass away every time Jimmy Butler drives to get wide open quarter threes for guys that shoot 40% from the corner might be a good idea. I don't know. These are just a few simple suggestions that I might have for Coach Joe Mazzula of the Boston Celtics. He's not out there. He's not the one who's out there shooting air balls. He's not the one out there who's getting blown by by Duncan Robinson on defense. However, there are steps that can be taken to prevent these things somewhat. But that was maybe the most pathetic. And BJ, bear in mind, I've watched every single Boston Celtics game for as long as I can remember. That might be the most pathetic Boston Celtics game I've ever watched in my entire life. This is the worst playoff exit I've ever seen from the Boston Celtics in my entire life. This is simply flat out embarrassing. Every single member of that team should be ashamed of themselves after that game. Yeah, you know, I, I've I'd love to tell you that I've never been a part of something like this, but I have. So when you know, no no player uh many times in my career. When? And um, you know, I'm old, but once you get over 50, BJ, they all, what, it all what, comes what, together. BJ, I cannot no. Tell me a time where you went out onto a basketball court and played as pathetic defense as the Celtics played tonight. Yeah, it's happened. I, I can't I can't believe that. And, um, you know, it happens, you know, I, I, things happen and, uh, it's, it, it, it really, it, it's, you know, one of the things when you plan and you're in, and as an athlete, everybody wants, everyone's trying. And that's the thing that really stinks is because, you know, the, the Celtics are trying. Are they? However. Are they? I, 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 Did you watch I, the same I, I wanna, game as me? I wanna, yeah. I want to believe it. Mm. And, um, they're trying. However, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Miami credit. And you know, being on both sides of that, um when you when you figure out a team, and especially as you advance in the playoffs, you know, in the in the first in the regular season, very rarely do you have to go to your counters in your offense because you only play good teams every so often. But as you advance in the playoffs, all right, maybe in the first round, you go to your first option. Second round, maybe, maybe you go to your second option. But once you get to the conference finals, you know, these all these teams are really, really good. I mean, really good. They're 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 special defensively. And and most of the teams that get there is because that's the principle of a of a good team is your defense. Um, because every championship caliber team understands this winning mentality, which is if I can stop you and you don't score, the score is still 0-0. So what you're seeing by the Miami Heat is, as well as they're playing on the offensive end, defensively, they've really figured out the Boston Celtics. And, and a lot of coaches, the really good coaches, they take away your primary option. And, you know, it's hard for me to see this, but he is a young coach. So I, 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 I kind of have empathy for him because he's a young coach right so what really good coaches do they look at a team and they say i'm going to take away their primary thing like coach bolster is saying he looks at the game and he goes okay who who are the the boston celtics and then him and his coaches they get in there they watch all the tape they say this team they, they i mean it's clear to me they've determined that 
we're going to take away their primary thing. We're going to take away their ability to score threes because he feels, I mean, it, but, but again, I'm, I'm older. So I, I mean, I just look at this stuff a little differently. He said, they can't beat you scoring twos mm-hmm. because they don't shoot enough twos. Now mm-hmm. that's what he, that, that's what he has said. Like, yep. like Mo, I always talk to you at the beginning of the game. Let's watch the menu. Let's see what the menus are. <laughs> okay. Yep. You know, let's see. I always tell you that at the beginning of the game, let's watch like the first five or seven plays to see what the coaches are saying, how we're going to beat you. But coach Spolster has, he has his team believing this. They can't make enough twos to beat you. Just don't give them threes. And it's amazing to watch because the Celtics haven't adjusted yet. It's kind of like everyone sees it except them. The crazy part is, though, I watch this Miami defense, and they're even helping off the corner shooters, knowing full well that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are going to try to go up and finish over three defenders instead of looking to the pass. So although they're taking away the threes, they know situationally when certain guys have the ball and certain guys are doing certain actions, what they're going to do. Well, if you watch, okay, when you, as you advance, you have to trust your team, okay? Offensively, what's happening with the Celtics is they're not trusting their defense because they're being spread out. They're being targeted. Like, Mm -hmm. they're targeting the plays that they want, and they're – and what they're doing is if you really watch what's happening here, the Celtics are a phenomenal weak side help team. They Al are. Horford does a, a terrific job. And the, the other kid, uh, Rob, Rob Williams, Williams. You know, the, yeah, he does a phenomenal job because he can block shots. Okay. But if you really watch what they're doing, Miami, Miami has said what we want, we want our, two best players to handle the ball in an operating area. And they're always in a triple threat. They can, they can dribble, they can drive and they can shoot. But on the weak side, we're going to occupy them so that they can never get themselves in position to help. And while all of that is going on on the strong side with Jimmy Butler and what's his name and bam, Duncan Robinson and these guys are backdooring these guys on the weak side because they're running split actions and Rob Williams can't get in position. Al Horford can't get in position. And then they're targeting the guy they want because they're switching on the ball. So if they want to attack, let's say, Grant Williams, they'll just set screens so they get him where they want him. And then on the weak side, they start moving and cutting. And then Rob Williams and these guys can't help Jimmy. And then they're getting backdoor cuts. Okay, so... They, they they understand the concepts of their defensive principles, okay? I saw them do the same thing against Milwaukee. Milwaukee has defensive principles, which they have a drop coverage, right, Mo? Yep. Brooke Lopez is always there. But while he's dropping, they're playing the short roll with Bam. They're playing the short roll with these guys. Suddenly now the drop coverage is really a hindrance in that type of offensive scheme defensively they've targeted they saying give them twos but don't give them threes and now you're seeing al horford you're seeing all of these guys shoot one pass and a three yep they're taking 
the first available, available three. Even, three. If, even if it's not really available and it's contested, yeah. they just want okay. a three by any means. So when you can't trust your defense, that goes right into your offense. Your best, your best defense is your offense, right? If you don't trust what's going on on the defensive end, you're not going to trust what's going on on the offensive end. It, then it gets compounded by you not making shots. So all of this has just been a disaster for them because they need to just slow down and say, okay, they're doing an excellent job of executing. We have to go to our second and third option, which is we have to execute and make them play defense, which they're not doing. They're mm-hmm. not screening. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not moving the ball. Everyone's holding the ball. And what they really do a great job of, every time Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown drive to the basket, someone's there to take a charge. Now, that's not by accident now. Every single time they attack the basket, someone is there to take a charge. So clearly, they have their scheme, run them off the three, meet them at the basket, and make and force the officials to make a call. Mm-hmm. And now Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they're afraid to attack the basket because clearly their offensive you know their offensive. You know, there's their 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 the way they play. They don't want to take mid range shots. They take threes or get all the way to the basket. That's what which, they're doing. Which is insane considering how good Jason Tatum was scoring out of the mid range throughout his career so far. But now it looks like if it's not a layup or a three, you don't want it. Well, that's that's the NBA. Those are the analytics. I mean, well, that's just what it is. So we can sit here and debate, Jason, whatever. That's the NBA. However, I will always, the game always reverts back to what it is. You must take the best available shot. And the shot that's most available in the playoffs is the mid-range. Yep. That's just what it is. And you have to match up on the other end. And right now, the Celtics cannot match up with, the Miami Heat. And we can coach the, it, we see this every year with the analytics. That's why it's so I don't I'm not I don't have anything against analytics. I don't have anything against any of that because the numbers are the numbers. However, when you're watching the game and when the game is being played at the highest level, you have to the the defense will dictate what you're supposed to do on the offensive end. And we know that you're not going to be able to get to the basket in the playoffs. We know that teams are going to take away the three point shot. So, guess where the open area is at? The mid range. That's where that, it just is what it is. Like, everyone can sit here. Regular season basketball is different than playoff basketball. That's why, if I were coaching or if I were running a team, I'm going to use the 82 game schedule just like, you know, the great coaches do. It's a dress rehearsal to the playoffs. I'm not going to wait to play playoff basketball once the playoffs begin. I'm going to play playoff basketball the entire 82 games. Mm-hmm. Just like just like Coach Spolster. This team, this is how they play it all year. They're just doing it more consistently now. Yeah, that's true. They it's actually never target. been this good all season long. I mean, like they're locked well, in. Well, 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 it's okay. You can't you can't be this good all year long because you can't target a team. Like, if you know you're going to play a team a minimum of four games, that's a different mentality than saying playing four games in seven nights. Yeah. Right? You got trapped. So you, it, you you can't do this during the regular season. However, this is how they play. 
This is not a surprise. They're just doing it very consistently. And now it's for everybody to see and give Coach Paul credit. He plays a brand of, he plays playoff basketball for the entire 82 game schedule. And then once they get to the playoffs, they're ready for the playoffs. They're not like, well, this is the playoffs. Now we're going to start playing physical. No, you're not going to start playing physical because you haven't played physical all year. So they are mentally and physically tough. Like, like Mo, I, I told you what the formula is. You got to be the hardest working, best conditioned, toughest team mentally and physically, and the most unselfish group on the floor. Those are the four pillars. Without question, mentally, they're the toughest team. And right now, physically, they're the toughest team. They're the they're getting back on every transition. They're, they're they seem like every loose ball they get. Mm-hmm. And they are, I mean, bam, I, I know he's a good passer, but man, this guy is like, I mean, right now, if Jokic is the best passer, bam, it's got to be the second best big passing the ball right now. I mean, so it, it, it's 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 obvious what's going on. However, you know, you know, I'm older, so I I can see it. You know, and and, and right now, Boston Celtics they're in trouble. So you know, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, think- you talk about 82 games. The writing was on the wall for this Celtics team after they would lose three games against the Orlando Magic in the regular season. After they got 50 piece by the OKC Thunder, like. They've been this team the whole year long. It's not like they've just suddenly become this team. I've been saying all season long that they're not a serious, serious contender. I've been calling them unserious the whole season long. And now yeah. you're just seeing it because they're finally facing an opponent that is serious. Yeah, I, you know what? I, that may be the case. However, you know what? We've seen crazier things happen. Some Sometimes it works. Sometimes it clicks. And it's not, I'll say this, it's not because of talent. Whatever the case may be, it's something that only they know about. But you can argue that they have the most skilled player on the floor in Jason Tatum. You can argue, you know, that, you know, they have the best talent on the floor. But so without question, the Miami Heat have the best team. And they're, they're, they're displaying that for 48 minutes for the first three games of the series. I mean, Joe Mazzulis just said in his post-game press conference that he didn't have the team ready to play. How much of this do you put down to coaching and how much do you put down to just the players not showing up? You know, I I, I will say this. You know, but this is probably the former player in me. You know, I don't I don't put much into, you know, because I always I, I made a commitment right? and I've been on good teams. I've been on bad teams and I, I'm not going to take the credit when it was good. And I'm, I'm, but I am going to take the responsibility when it was bad because I was on the team. The execution of the game plan is the most important thing. The execution of it. I don't care what the game plan you can have. You can have the right game plan. If you don't come out there and execute it, it doesn't really matter. Right now, the Miami Heat are executing their game plan. It's flawless. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a flawless game plan. And clear, it's clear now, Mo, that they understand what the assignment is. <laughs> okay? And it's clear to me, Mo, this isn't a talent issue. 
if you look at the Miami Heat and you just look at the individual talent, they do not have the same individual talent as the Boston Celtics. No, so now it just gets down to the execution of it. Who wants it? That comes down to you versus me. And 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 I'll keep saying this, and I and I know I'm repeating myself. You have to figure out your matchup and win your matchup. All right. If I'm if my matchup is Duncan Robinson, Duncan Robinson won that matchup today. Gabe Vincent won his matchup. Okay, I can live Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, they should cancel each other out. Or Jimmy Butler and 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 Jason Tatum. Okay, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, and all those guys. They should cancel those. Those four should cancel each other out. But the other guys, I, you know, Al Horford, Kevin Love. Okay. Marcus Smart, Gabe Vincent. Okay. I feel like we should win these matchups. Well, okay. when you look at Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon should win the matchup with Kyle Lowry. But for whatever reason, well, not for whatever reason, they're executing their game plan as a group. That's why it's so important to understand the concept of team because a team is a powerful theme when it when people play together. That's what works. So right now, they're the better team. I mean, hands down. It's not even close. Yep. It's not close. And you know, and okay, I, I respect what Coach Missoula said. I, I respect that. Um, because you know what? You know, your guys are going out there playing. However, you know, everyone has to look at themselves and figure out what is going on to where Cody Zeller is winning his matchup. They ran an off-the-timeout play for Cody Zeller to get a bucket. They're, I almost what, threw so, up. Okay, so they're they're they know something. Okay, what is it that they know? Well, they're the more okay, Mo. How many times you hear me say this? The most aggressive team every night is going to get the favorable whistle. They were clearly the most aggressive team tonight. They, they, they are the most aggressive team, and and they've done this now for three games in a row. Mm-hmm. So much so where they dominated tonight. I mean, it wasn't even close. At least the other games were close. They just dominated tonight. Mm-hmm. Look, let's look at the stat sheet for tonight. No Celtics player scored more than 14 points. That was Jason Sayum. Jalen Brown got 12. Grant Williams got 12. Payton Pritchard in his garbage minutes got 12 points in the fourth quarter. Luke Cornett got 11 in the fourth quarter. That don't count. Whereas you look at the Heat, Duncan Robinson off the bench, 22 points in 22 minutes. Gabe Vincent, 29 points. Caleb Martin, 18 points. Jimmy Butler could take a back seat. He only scored 16 in 30 minutes. He was chilling. They didn't even have Kevin Love. Kevin Love got injured after four minutes of this game. So now you're playing against Miami. No Kevin Love, no Tyler Herro, no Oladipo, and you still can't win? This is just an embarrassment of a team, the Boston Celtics. Their season's over. Um, what about the LA Lakers? Is their season over too? Do you think they can steal this game four? Well, you know, I, I think they're... Look, it's... They have veteran players on their team definitely don't want to go out at home and lose in front of your home base. So I think there's a pride factor that they'll bring. However, this Denver Nuggets team looks focused. And I think they are in complete command. So do I think it's going to be difficult to beat them? Yeah, I think it's going to be difficult to beat them tomorrow. I do. That's a, that's a toss up game. However, 
if they don't win tomorrow, which is Monday, uh, Wednesday will be now Wednesday. They'll win for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. But, but I, I, I will say this. You'll be able to tell in like the first five minutes of the game, whether the Lakers really want to play because mm-hmm. if, if they get down big, if they get down big, like if I were the nuggets, my whole thing is let's get them down 10 so that they will question themselves. Do we really want to work this hard to get back in the game? And do we really think we could do this four times? Yeah. Cause they go to win four out of five games. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like, so, so well, my whole thing, what my whole thing, four out four games, four out four games, even. It's not to try to beat them in the first quarter. It's just to keep them down, to make them really think about, man, you know what? You're down like 12 points late in the second quarter. You know what you're saying? Mo, you're like, man, let's just get this over with, man. We can't beat this team. And then they'll just, they'll go away. So that if they get down big early, you'll be able to tell. You know, mm-hmm. they get down big early. But, you know, I, I think it's, I think they do have pride. I think the Lakers have enough pride to want to win. I'm not saying they want to win. Unlike the Celtics. Win. Celtics yeah, who I didn't even want to be there. Their bags are packed ready for the uh, 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 Cancun I'm gonna vacation. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Mo. I'm going to tell you, you know what it looks like? You know what it looks like, Mo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometime, Mo, you know, you got to win your matchup. Right now, here's, to me, here's the, here's the, here's the matchup. Coach Spo right now has thrown a punch and he's waiting for the counter to the punch. Hmm. Okay. Coach Spo threw a punch and his punch was, we're going to take away who they are. Let's say you're a counter. Let's say you're a counter puncher. I'm going to take that away and I'm going to force you to do something else to beat me. And I'm okay with you doing something else to beat me. I'm just not going to let you beat me this way. Yeah. And Mo. They've taken that away. And again, again, this is just my playoff experience. Coach Missoula, all he has to do is give his team the know-how to how to beat this team in a different way. Because if he can just make the game about talent, they'll crush the team. That's why I that's why I, I I'm sticking with them. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't stick with them now because it's like no team has ever come back from 03. However, right now they threw they took away something. They said, You're just not gonna beat me with that. And let's see what you do. It's like fighting a fighter, and you know, you know, they, they this is their favorite jab or whatever, their favorite punch. And I'm just gonna take that away and then I'm gonna see what they're gonna do. And you realize. They don't have a counter to that. That's the only thing they can do. And that's what it looks like with the Celtics. If they just, they've just taken away the three-point shooting. Mo, they haven't, they're not doing anything what's, special. What's insane is this Miami team just a month ago was getting beat down by the Hawks in the playing game. And we were like, wow, the Hawks just control the rebounds. They've destroyed the Miami Heat. And it looked like they had figured them out. Then in the second playing game, three minutes and 24 seconds left, Jimmy Butler misses a layup. And it looks like the Bulls are going to win that game. And yet here they are, one win away from the NBA Finals. It's insane that the Celtics can't figure it out. Well, they just can't figure it out. You know what I mean? For whatever reason. Like, again, Mo, that's – you. the really good coaches, that's what they do. I'm going to take away something. Well, Joe Mazzula now – 
has admitted that he has lost lost the locker room. He said, yeah, it's why I need to be better to figure out what this team needs. I, I can't see a way they keep this guy. I know they gave him a four-year contract, right? But there's no way that you can let this guy carry on coaching this team. There's no way. There's, this is the conference finals. You're waiting till, till you're down 3 nothing to make an adjustment. There is no, no way. I, 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 I will say this. You know what? I, when people say things immediately after a game, I just totally ignore it. Because it's just the emotions. Emotions are high, rationale is low. Right now, every and, and and I will say this about him. At least he is taking the, the responsibility other than saying players and so forth and so on. Okay? It is what it is. The bottom line is they're getting their butts kicked. That's just the yeah. bottom line. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't care what any of them say. I really don't care. You know what I mean? Like Jimmy, but Jimmy Butler... It, 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 he he he's like imitating them during the game. Yeah, he's like trolling them during the game. Now. He's doing you know it all for timeout celebration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, th- this is just a old fashioned beatdown. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Yep. I don't care what any of uh, any of them say, other than right now they got it going, and they got it going, and it's it's very unfortunate because the Celtics have in my opinion they have the better talent they don't have the better team the better individual talent the celtics have but this miami heat give i'm giving them they look the the celtics look bad because the heat looks so good okay that that's what it is so i'm going to give all the praise to the heat their coaching staff their scouts because they they're they're finding guys that i mean clearly i mean when you look at the guys you go how is this working like, Mo, you look at the team. Yep. Like, how is this working? But they know something, Mo. It's their system that fits their guys. And give them credit for, you know, finding guys that fit their system. Yep. I mean, shout out to them. They deserve it. You know, it's uh, a well-coached team. It's crazy that this roster and the criticism they got during the regular season, even Miami Heat fans during the regular season didn't think this would happen. I know there were Miami Heat fans who were hoping that they lost the play-in so that they could get a better draft pick. Yet, here they are. It's absolutely unbelievable what they've done. Congratulations to them. Hey, Mo, I I, I was watching the game today. Uh-huh. And I, I, I for sure, I, I I know you was in the stadium. Were you at the game today? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, no that, that was my pops, courtside as always. Oh, no, okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, listen. Uh, listen. Well... That's the NBA Conference Finals. They roll along. They roll along and we'll be back tomorrow to break down the Nuggets and the Lakers and see if the Nuggets can eliminate them. But yeah, I'm looking forward to a week's worth of sleep if these two sweeps unfold as predicted. Nice. And uh, finally get some rest before the NBA Finals. That'll be nice for once. Nice. That'll be nice for once. Nice. Nice. Um, nice. But yeah, the, the Celtics should be embarrassed. That was a disgraceful performance. All right. Um, but yeah, any closing thoughts? Uh, no, let's move on. Hey, hey we're, uh, this is the NBA. Mm-hmm. Everyone makes a run. Let's move well, on. Game four, LA <laughs> versus the Nuggets. Yep. <laughs> so yep. let's move on. We right, gotta move let's on. get it cracking. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Most importantly, unlike the Boston Celtics, get buckets.